You're listening to The Real House Witches of South Wales, hosted by me, Jack, and Laura, and brought to you by Son of Saturn. Son of Saturn is an esoteric company based in Wales, creating handmade candles that are made for your spiritual and witchcraft practices. All of our candles are made with the intention of offerings to your patrons and deities and scented with their attributed scents, such as pomegranate for Hecate and sandalwood for Selene, goddess of the moon. You can find these candles along with crystals and tarot and astrology services on the Son of Saturn website. The link can be found in our show notes, or you can type in sonofsaturnco.com or sonofsaturnco.etsy.com and find all of your spiritual tools there. This podcast brings spirituality, witchcraft, the paranormal, and more together. So sit back, light some incense, relax, and enjoy the show. The Housewives of Wales. <laughs> it's not the Housewives of Wales. House witches, yeah. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the Real House Witches of South Wales. The Real House Witches of South Wales. Fantastic. Great vocals. Thank you. How are things? How are you? How are you doing in this October? It's a isn't it a great October? Because like the weather's actually really nice. So far. Yeah. It's a glorious day today, I'm not gonna lie. Yes. Oh wait, oh no, it is. Yeah, I just go for a walk. You know, <laughs> cleanse the, the, the chakras. Love it. <laughs> exactly. Cleanse the chakras, nurture the spirits, connect with nature. Nature. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Oh, well, I'm glad you've had a good time. I went for a little walk too. I walked down to my mom's house. Um, so I walked through the woods and that was nice. Nice to walk through the woods and just, you know, absorb the, you know, the trees around me. Um, but I was distracted by chavs in front of me and they were walking slow. But also those woods do have a dark secret, as we both know. So... Yeah, it's good to go at that time and not in the day, <laughs> not in the oh my night. God. They definitely have an energy. You are correct. I don't know. It it just felt like good luck to walk through the woods today. It just felt like you know, as we walked through it, it would you know bring me luck and prosperity and abundance and good fortune. Now I don't know about you, Laura, but like um, you know, I feel like we should talk about superstitions. Yes, Alexa play. Very superstitious by um, I can't remember who sings it. <laughs> Stevie Wonder. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Alexa play uh, Stevie Wonder. Very superstitious, of course. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So we're going to talk about not my Alexa going off. Well, you did say. I mean, if you've got one, then. <laughs> Well, that's what she's going to do. Well, she did. So we'll have to whisper her names from now on. Maybe she brings bad luck. Um, Yes. So we're going to talk about superstitions and a bit of the history and origins around superstitions. We are particularly focusing on black cats and cats in general, but mainly black cats. Um, And a black cat just jumped up on the bed next to me because I own two of them, guys. I own two black cats. Um, And we'll get into the superstitions around black cats as time goes on. Um, But yeah, Laura, what do you know about superstitions, you know, just off the bat? Like, what do you know about it? We've got some time to fill before I get into my history lessons. So let's fill it. Okay, great. Um, Well, superstitions are still a thing because you've got people who, people like me, who don't walk over three trains. (laughs) 
I say that I, I like to say that I'm not really that superstitious, but for some reason I don't walk over three trees. So that's something that I do. Um, and yeah, I like to say black cats, ladders, um, salt. They've always been superstitions and they still are in this modern era, in the modern day. For sure, for sure. Now, I also don't walk over three drains. I thought so, yeah. Yeah, we always have done that, haven't we? I don't know why, it's just, it's just like something you've got to do, like, oh, three drains. I walk over maybe one, but not two or three. <laughs> and It's just a habit. Yeah, it's a habit, and I think um, a lot of superstitions will come from habit as well. But um, I don't really know where that originates from, the three drains um, superstition. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't walk over the three drains either. Maybe it's the number three, because, you know, we're going to talk about, like, the 13th and Friday the 13th, a very popular superstition. Um, so maybe it's something to do with the three things come in threes, I don't know. You know, we kind of get things like bad luck, you know, bad things come in three, good things come in three, etc., etc. So maybe it's the number three itself, and that's why we don't walk over the three drains. But I couldn't accurately... Um, do oh, that. Yeah, that's, that probably could be it. Yeah. Mm, mm. So you've done that superstition. Um, I also have. I tend to do like touch wood. I'd be like, I'll oh, touch wood. Um, you know, to like ward off any like bad fortune or bad luck, anything like that. So I will say like, oh yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. Touch wood, that doesn't happen, etc., etc. Um, and I also do the salt thing. I don't do the salt thing as often. Um, but sometimes I do. Um, where I will throw it over my left shoulder. Yeah, I've never done that. Yeah, apart from walking over trains, and then you, you can say touch wood, but people say it and they don't actually touch wood, they just say touch wood and pretend to touch wood. <laughs> so, so I probably, yeah, I say that all the time as well. Yeah, but that's pretty much it. That's the worst. The worst is when there's no wood around to touch. So I'm like, touch wood, and I'm like, ah, where's the wood? <laughs> um, okay, so let's go into kind of the origins around these things and um, where they kind of all come from. So let's start with the 13th and Friday the 13th in particular. So Friday the 13th, we, you might have noticed, everyone will know, we always attribute bad luck and bad omens to the number 13. So many hotels will avoid having room 13 and there's a whole film franchise of course friday the 13th and many people held in the past and still hold the belief that friday the 13th brings about bad luck now western cultures have associated the number 12 with completeness so such as 12 days of christmas 12 months of the zodiac um, but the 13th has a long history of supposedly bringing bad luck um and then there's actually a phobia for the number 13, and that is triskaidekaphobia, um, apparently. Um, and so the kind of history surrounds it, it has a lot of Christian roots for, for the 13th, and that's because in the Bible, 13 guests attended the Last Supper, which was held on a Thursday, and that obviously included Jesus, but it also included Judas, and Judas was the one who betrayed him. Now, on the Friday, the next day, Good Friday, Jesus was crucified. So this led to the belief in the Christian superstition that having 13 guests at a table was a bad omen, and that it was caught in death. Now, Friday was also said to be the day that Eve gave Adam the apple from the tree of knowledge, as well as the day that Cain killed his brother Abel. So, you know, we've got a lot of things here around the 13th. You know, it was held on a Thursday and then Friday, 
Jesus was killed um, after having 13 guests of the thing. So maybe that's where the day Friday the 13th comes from. You know, it's 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 that sort of thing that goes around it. Um, then in the late 19th century, there was a guy called Captain, Captain William Fowler, and he was from New York, and he wanted to remove stigma around the number 13. So he founded a society called the 13 Club, and they dined regularly on the 13th day of the month in room 13 of the Knickerbocker cottage. Before all 13 of them would sit at a 13-course dinner, they were passed beneath a ladder with a Latin phrase that translated to, those of us who are about to die salute you. Um, So he was like anti-13, bad luck thing. Um, I don't know about you, Laura, but like Friday the 13th, you know, it comes around, we're like, ooh, it's Friday the 13th, oh my gosh. Um, But like, you know, do you buy into the superstition around Friday the 13th at all? I was going to ask you the same thing. If you've heard any um, unlucky times on that day, I usually know I don't. They ever have one sort of unlucky Friday the 13th. That was actually the day that my nan passed away. And I remember at the time our family sort of was like, oh, it's Friday the 13th today. That's, you know, a bit unlucky as well, in like a lighthearted sort of way. Um, but yeah, it was Friday the 13th, so that is, you know, unlucky. <laughs> um, but apart from that, no, like most, most of the time it's just a normal day, but I do sometimes worry a bit before. It's like, oh, now this Friday is the 13th. Let's bear that in mind. But then it's usually nothing to worry about. <laughs> no, what about you? Do you normally have, do you worry about it or do you, have you ever had like a really bad experience? Um, I don't worry about it, I don't think. I'm, I'm, mindful of it like oh friday the 13th and if something would happen on friday the 13th i'm like oh happened on friday the 13th i think before we had i mean this mercury retrograde we had facebook and instagram collapse for like seven hours of the day which was all what which was a huge sign of like typical mercury retrograde thing but i think in the last mercury retrograde we had facebook and instagram go down and i for some reason i seem to think that was on friday the 13th as well there was something around that but i might be wrong but for some reason that's sticking in my head that it went down on friday the 13th during a mercury retrograde it was you know all sorts of things going on with it i think there's there's things that will happen on friday the 13th like oh of course that happened on friday the 13th but yeah i don't really have a sort of um association with it i don't associate bad luck with it um friday is also known as freya's day so that's always a good thing um and i think friday the 13th in particular is freya's day as well and that's a good omen it's a nice day to honor the goddess freya so you know it's it's there's other positives around friday the 13th as well i think but yeah it's, it's it is interesting um but of course Friday the 13th is so popularised that it's obviously spilled into pop culture. Everyone will know about Friday the 13th, um, you know, just the day in general, but also, of course, the film franchise. So not all fortunes bring bad luck. Um, The idea of knocking on wood would supposedly bring good fortune and would ward off bad luck. Now, the history around this, there's an explanation that the origin comes from the idea of ancient pagan cultures, such as the Celts, um, believed that spirits and gods resided in trees. So they would knock on tree trunks, and that was because that would serve to rouse the spirits and call on their protection, but it could also have been a way of showing gratitude. A theory also states that people would knock on wood to chase away evil spirits or prevent them from listening in when they boasted about their luck so that the spirits wouldn't listen and then reverse their good fortune. So that's supposedly where the knock on wood comes from. Um, Now we also hear about um, umbrellas, you know, don't open an umbrella indoors, it will bring bad luck. Well the 
belief is that this stemmed from Victorian England, and that was because the metal spoked waterproof umbrellas could injure people inside if they opened, and they could break objects, etc. So, of course, you shouldn't open an umbrella indoors because um, logically and practically it would cause injuries. Um, but now we've kind of adopted it as bad luck. Um, now, walking under a ladder, uh, so walking under a ladder is known to be bad luck. Um, and this is because it originated from ancient Egypt. And this was because um, they believe that a ladder against a wall would form a triangle and Egyptians would consider this shape to be sacred. Now, triangles to them represented the trinity of the gods and to pass through a triangle was a way to disrespect them. Um, and of course, we've got the pyramids in the triangular shape as well. This belief spilled into the Christian belief system because a ladder rested against the crucifix and this was a symbol of wickedness, betrayal and death. In Greece, it was common in the ancient times to consult mirror seers who would tell fortunes by analysing reflections. So divination was and still is performed by means of water and a looking glass. The mirror was dipped into the water and a sick person was asked to look into the glass. If the image of the person appeared distorted, they were likely to die. If clear, they would live. And then in the first century after death, the Romans added to the superstition that a broken mirror would bring misfortune. So the Romans believed people's health changed in seven year cycles. So a distorted image resulting from a broken mirror meant seven years of ill health and misfortune. So that's where we get the idea that breaking a mirror will bring seven years bad luck. Yes. Yeah, that's another one that I forgot about. And the ladder as well. So the thing I was thinking about is that you know, we look at this ladder superstition where the ladder goes against the wall and forms a triangle and the Egyptians, you know, would worship a triangle. Well, the triangle has three points. So I wonder if like somewhere along the line, the three superstition came as well, you know, from the ladder, the triangle, etc. It always leads back to three. Yes, it does. It always leads back to three. Very interesting. I think we found something out here. Let's talk about cats. We love cats. You know, we love them. We've got three cats. I mean, I'm telling my cats off right now because they are getting on my nerves, but we love them. Yes, I, I have, haven't got a black cat, but I've got a tabby cat and he is kind of partially black. So kind of counts as a black cat. He has black on him. <laughs> yeah, so you've got Seb, the cat, and I've got two black cats and a little uh, gingery white cat as well. Um, so I've got three cats here and the two black cats are brother and sister. And to be honest, whenever I'm doing like my little witchy stuff, they always tend to be in the room and they don't, they just sit there and watch me. And I get that cats are curious and things, but it always just makes me think I'm being so stereotypically witchy when I'm doing it. <laughs> well, they do say that cats can um, pick up on like, you know, energy and vibrations and that they like to meditate with humans. So maybe there is some truth to that. I think there is. I think cats are very spiritual. I really do. I think there's something about cats that is just so mysterious and they have a lot of mysterious elements to them. And I can easily see them as being this sort of mystical, mysterious, magical sort of being. And it's no wonder that, you know... Very Scorpio. <laughs> yes. And it's no wonder historically that they were just worshipped, you know, because they were so interesting and, 
you know, all of this sort of stuff. Let's talk about cats then, and we will go into depth around black cats in particular. So the ancient Egyptians revered all cats, and it was their belief that a black cat crossing your path would bring good luck. Now, in the 17th century in England, King Charles I kept a black cat as a pet, and he loved this black cat. So when the cat died, he, he is said to have said that his luck was gone. And indeed, the very next day, he was arrested and charged with high treason. During the Middle Ages, people in many other parts of Europe held the belief that black cats were evil. The belief spread that black cats were familiars of witches. Some would say the black cats were being used by the Satan-worshipping witches to carry out their hexes, curses and evil deeds. And others would say that the witch themselves had turned into a black cat. Now this belief then that a black cat crossing your path was a bad luck omen, that originated from that as it represented that the devil was watching you. Cats in Egypt were considered to be divine symbols, and of course they worshipped them, and that was more than likely because they were fascinated by them, they found them so mysterious, but also they had their own goddess, Basset, and she was in the form of a black cat. Um, but cats also made appearances in Greek mythology, so, what I found interesting was Hecate, the goddess of magic, sorcery, the moon, and witchcraft. She has been described and recorded as, as having a cat, as a pet, and a familiar. Um, but she tends to be now more known towards dogs. But I think we need to bring back that little cat aspect of her as well. Written records link black cats in particular to the occult as far back as the 13th century. Pope Gregory wrote that black cats were declared an incarnation of Satan. As we've already said, black cats were seen to be in partnership with the evilness of witches and witchcraft. Witches were known and still are known to be very affectionate towards animals. But back in medieval times, this affection was seen as diabolical and devilish. And usually any old women with cats were seen as a suspect of worshipping Satan. Early Christians feared cats simply because cats tended to exhibit disrespect of authority. They will do their own thing. Um, in the church, anything independent was not to be tolerated. Um, and you see that meme going around, you know, don't trust people who don't like cats. Um, they don't like cats because they can't control them. And I think there's a bit of weight in that. Yeah, I've always thought, um, I know it's not the same for everyone, but that cat people and dog people, like, I was just like different, like if you're a cat person, just tell that comes across in your personality, like cat people are more kind of like introverted and a bit more likely to be into this sort of thing that we are. And I find that a lot of dog people are very like, kind of like, you know, like quite energetic and quite like, you know, quite not, not crazy, but not maybe not as calm, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> It is. And it's a whole other topic as well to talk about the spiritual spiritual side of cats. You know, that's a whole another topic itself. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've kind of touched on that. But yeah, no, you are right. Yeah. There's a lot of TikTok videos um, I've seen going around of talking about cats. You know, like I said, about how they can meditate with you and how, you know, they can like have their little meditation moments with you because they can connect to like the like the higher energy more than we actually know so yeah yeah it is interesting definitely definitely so as well as cats during the middle ages cats were blamed for spreading the plague so many cats were killed because of their association with evil and 
cats were being blamed and killed for the plague. Um, however, because of that, there was a reduced number of cats. And of course, with less predators, rats and rodents were able to thrive, therefore spreading the plague quite rapidly. So that kind of backfired on them. Other folklore around black cats is that if a black cat walks towards you, it is good luck. If they walk away, it is bad luck. Dreaming of a black cat will bring luck, as will finding a white hair on a black cat. And in other cultures, like Japan, black cats are considered to bring good fortune. Now, sailors would also believe that a cat on board their ship, and indeed a black cat, would ensure a safe voyage. Um, So, yeah... It's not all bad with cats. Many people would believe in that too. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not all bad at all. It's the opposite of bad. <laughs> cats Exactly. Will... And I think the ship one is interesting because I swear I heard somewhere, I mean, I don't know how historically accurate it is, but I thought I heard and read somewhere that there was a cat on board the Titanic and before they sailed off for their final like voyage the cat had kittens and was taking her kittens off the board, off the ship. The cat was taking one kitten one by one off ship and got off the off the boat. And a passenger got off themselves because they saw this and considered it to be an omen. And of course, Titanic sailed away and it sunk. Yeah, I feel about a lot of dogs on the Titanic. I think I vaguely heard of a cat, but I, I don't know the whole story. But yeah, you know, there must have been at least one cat on board, but I haven't heard that actual story but yeah i'll look into that because that is interesting you know like a a premonition that they have Mm, mm. well i don't think um i think if i'm right i don't think there were were any cats on board i think i went to the belfast museum for the titanic and they had um information on board and there was a cat and they said like no cats were on board um so this is what i mean i don't know how accurate that story is of a cat getting off the boards off the ship because there might have been a cat on there and then it got off you know it's a it's a superstition again isn't it the cat gets off the ship the ship sinks yeah yeah i'll look into it yeah that is interesting yeah yeah it is interesting um yeah so that's kind of our superstition um episode rounded up some of the origins around superstitions and where they may have come from um and it was an excuse to talk about cats because we both love cats so uh yeah anything you'd like to add laura I liked uh, the story about Charles I um, having a cat. I, I didn't know the connection between a cat and his execution. So, yeah, that was interesting. That was interesting, yeah, particularly a black cat as well. That was very interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of um, monarchs in history are quite well known for having dogs. You don't hear a lot of, like, pet cats with kings and queens. So, yeah, no, yeah. Go for you, King Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. We will be back next week to discuss more around Halloween. Of course, it's October and we're doing our little uh, darkness and Halloweeny and death um, themed episodes. So um, join us next week where I believe we will be talking about Salem and the history around Salem. And then the week after, we will be talking about the history of death. Um, so we're going to be looking forward to that as well um, but don't worry it's going to be very cheery but it's it's on brand you know because it's Halloween of course um, so join us then of course guys please 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 rate us if you listen to us on Apple right now please go and leave us a review um, it really helps boost us please share this podcast around so other people will come and join us um, and yeah just let, let us know how you're feeling about it if you want us to talk about anything get in touch we can't wait to hear from you Um, So until next time, I guess we will say 
Bye for now. Bye.